you know, words have so much that surrounds them, and if your ear is not attuned to words, uh, the poetry that, that can be read to you can simply be nothing. Um, and similarly with art, particularly uh, abstract or, or, or non-representational art, um, that requires, again, uh, an ability to let go, an ability to be remade. Yeah. Uh, if you're holding on tight to, it has to be this, you're not going to find that. Um, and, and you know, my, in my case, the you know, last piece I did, which, which was sort of 63 minutes uninterrupted, that requires a certain commitment from the audience too. Uh, if you if you if you aren't prepared to to give that, perhaps we could talk just a bit about this. The, the, there's a giving that is required to access this spirit. Uh, you know, it, we, the consumerist is used to paying for it or simply it being delivered to them. Yeah. yeah. But 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 there is a certain effort. It's not an effortful workmanlike effort, but there's a certain there's a certain opening that is needed before the, the gift comes. Hmm. Comment on that? Yeah, I, I don't know if, it, if it's a direct answer to what you're saying, but no, but, but but um, yeah. once again, in in the in the mystical uh, esoteric tradition, I mean, they say the two great enemies of mankind are what they call the mental, the mental and the emotional. Okay, and the mental and the emotional form a couple, and they feed each other, you know, and 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 they can destroy a life, you know. Yeah. So, in in the in the mystical tradition, they say, if you want to open your mind, well, in fact, not your mind. If you want to open your consciousness and your heart, because. I mean, to me, heart and consciousness are very close, you know. I, mm. uh, in French we say, le cœur conscience ou la conscience cœur. To me it's the same thing, it's something that happens between there and there, you know, the third eye and the heart here, you know. And if you want to, 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 to gain access to uh, uh, spirit, well, master your mental, master your emotional, your mental center, mm. your emotional center. Okay, and in some aspects of the tradition, they define the the the, the, the mental uh, machine and the emotional machine uh, like a kind of a demon, you know, a kind yeah, of demon, yeah. invisible demon that manipulates the human puppet, you know, and 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 the best thing about it is that the human puppet thinks that they're free, you know, <laughs> and so I think. It's 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 a long way. I mean, it's 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 very difficult. Yeah. I mean, because we live in a civilization guess, yeah. where the mental machine and the emotional machine yeah. uh, 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 rule the roost. You know, they run the show. It, and it's not haphazard if mental in English means also mad. What is identity? That is what we have to seek and what we have to look around. What is the identity of these people or yourself? And I think that the poet tries at least, I mean, or is it, it's, it's, I can't say it's, a, yeah, it's a job. It's a job, we've got a job. It's a work of art. We, we, we're not paid, we're, we're not considered very much today as being anything very important. So it has nothing to do with importance. It has nothing to do really with, with truth because it has as, as many skins as an onion, as Abelard wrote to Eloise. 
and she wrote back beautifully, ah, but even an onion has a kernel. <laughs> so here you have again this, this interplay of the feminine and the masculine, and I would say that the feminine is coming in stronger. Again, to quote Rambo, uh, the, the French poet who said, and her language will be strange. Mm -hmm. uh, so there is a lot of questions going around this, but this question of identity, why do we want to be identified with anything? With your own culture, with your own country? I mean, it, it gets you get bogged down with the possessions. In the end, you want possessions. What does it mean to possess when you're, you're going into waste anyway? You're, go, you're going into the nothingness, into the absolute, I hope, mm. uh, what we call the opaque, the greatest spirit. So uh, I think that the, the, the main thing, with what I would like the young people to say, is to throw off this identity and look for a, an inner identity that you know is there. You're not really teaching anything. I think the poet should be able to draw out, like a magnet, of these young people who are aware that something is wrong with the world, but as maybe it's always been wrong with the world. Is it worse today than in the Middle Ages? Is it worse today than in the time of the Visigoths and the Gauls and all the Saxons and the Angles and the Vikings and, you know, this is something that it seems sometimes for young people and for the world that is very young, I mean, thinking you're little 16, 20 year olds, these people haven't yet got what we call wisdom. Mm -hmm. What is wisdom? For me, it, it, it's travel, it's, it's adapting yourself to everything, to as much as you possibly can in life. That's philosophy. It's not more than that. Our age, we're at a certain age, so we can say a little that we've, we've got a little wisdom. Yeah, only a little. You know, yeah. Well, we hope. We can always hope. Pandora's box. The last thing that keep was left. Keep on working. The last thing that was left in the bottom of the box was hope. Yeah. I think that's a beautiful, the Greek story of Pandora. Yeah. When she lets out everything and then, but hope at the bottom of the box is <laughs> what, what is my human identity? I'm. I'm I think there are more resemblances than differences between human beings, you know. Of course, capitalism thrives on this sense of, I am different, I can do better than my neighbor, you know, and, and that sort of thing. But I think what we have in common is much more important than our yeah. differences. Or to put it still in another way, is... is um, um, the universal um, conscience. My differences are worth anything provided I am keenly aware of what I have in common with all other human beings. Mm. Otherwise, it's nothing. It's worthless, you know? And about archaeology, I remember a period I, I did with a, a shaman, a, a druid in, in Brittany, and his motto or watchword was, go back to nature mother nature to contact your own nature okay that is the philosophy of the aborigines exactly exactly. exactly but the, the i'm sure the Abor that. yeah i'm sure the aborigines are very close to the Incredible. celts or or the uh, uh, indians of north america you know
There is a spirit, I mean, in, in those civilizations. And the nature is waiting for you, to, waiting anxiously for you to join her, to recreate, recreate exactly. in yourself exactly. what, what she knows, which is everything. Everything exactly. is in nature. Yeah. We don't invent anything. Man does not invent anything. It's all been invented for him to find, exactly. stumble upon. Exactly. And sometimes he catches hold of it and wants to wear laurel leaves and get Nobel Prizes yeah. and become then some sort of, I don't know, a great big entity. Yeah. Me. Waylaid by... <laughs> oh, half, half the stuff is, is it's all there for us to, to create and anybody can find it. You just have to yeah. be aware. Aware of all the signs and symbols mm. that this greater spirit puts in front of you. Yeah. As you said in your yeah. poem, Blindness. Yeah. That poem you just read there, mm. The Blindness. Mm. So you have to take off the blindfolds and then they feel very happy and another, mm. what you said, and they go away after the reading and they're already beginning to find their way. And change, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and change.